Hi there, I'm Paul Tizard and I've been helping nervous flyers for over 23 years now and today I'm going to talk about where does fear come from. How do you learn to get a fear of flying? So over the 23, 24 years that I've been doing this type of work, it's a question that often people have because they think, you know, I wasn't born with this. Well, I don't think I was. I don't think people are born with this fear of flying. In fact, I know they're not. It's, it's something that's learned. And so one of the ways to think about this, which I found really, really helpful, is to think of it a bit like the way you learn anything. You know when you learn something in your work or maybe when you learn to drive or uh, what else, you know, anything like that where you will literally start from scratch. And what happens is in your brain is that you make connections. So your brain is like has like these neurons that kind of reach out and compare it. So if you already spoke one language, so for instance I've done some French and then I decided I'm going to learn Spanish, for example, or Italian. Because they come from the same family, there are going to be some similar words. So my brain will automatically start to make connections and think, uh, what's this like? What's this um, similar to? So it starts reaching out and making all these amazing connections in terms of how you learn something. And so these connections are like pathways. And so the more I would practice, if I was learning something like Spanish or Italian, and I already had some experience, my brain would access those things and try and find a way to link it all up. And then what that does is that gives you strong pathways in your brain and these pathways become well trodden so the more you were to do something the the more that you would be able to access that part of your brain and and pick up other languages for example so the way i look at learning fear is the way you learn anything if you have learned to be f scared of flying then you've been practicing it and if anything that you do that you practice you get better at don't you so if I want to learn to play well I'm learning tennis at the moment and one of the things that I've learned is that I'm not very good and but as I get better my brain will start making pathways aside from the physical things and obviously our bodies and our minds and everything's all connected but aside from all of that I have to physically make connections and it feels really hard and it's clunky but if I keep going eventually I will get better at tennis my brain will make connections and I'll start to learn things so I believe fear of flying is exactly like that it's you learn to be scared of flying something happens you know maybe you have an incident or maybe you pick it up from people around you yeah, there are a lot of people who come from anxious families and their gift of parenthood is to, uh, here you go, I have a fear of flying as well. So we pick up stuff from people around us, important people that, you know, we're linked to. 
and uh, my glass is looking a bit weird here uh, and we pick up all these different lessons from the humans around us don't we and and one of those lessons could be to be fearful of things like flying and so we pick it up we start to learn it and then we get lots of reinforcement and we have some practice so we practice being scared so every time we go on a, a flight we do certain things we repeat patterns and those patterns become stronger and stronger the more we do them it becomes easier and easier to be fearful because once we've learned something and we then practice it and do it more and more and more and more it becomes stronger so those connections in our head become like was one person called it a bit like super fast motorways so when you learn to get scared about something so we're using fear of flying as an example but when you become fearful of flying you uh, practice it don't you so you every time you take a flight you'll have rituals that perhaps you do before you fly which mean that when you get onto the aircraft if you get on the aircraft of course you're already feeling really nervous and because you, you've been practicing it you've got really good at it and the more we practice something the easier and easier and easier it becomes to do it quickly and that's what it becomes like so like a super fast connection between the thing that happens so as soon as I go near an airport or even if I start seeing holiday adverts on a on the TV these are all little triggers that then get us thinking about oh my goodness I've got to go on one of those aircraft things again to experience a near-death experience well as we know it's not but it feels like it doesn't it you know so when you're scared of something and a lot of people don't get it so if people you'll you'll probably know people have a fear of flying and you're because they're in your circle of friends that's one of your common things it's uh, like a badge of honor but there will also be people in your circle and your family and friends that don't have the fear of flying they don't get it at all and they might even say helpful things to you like uh, well look at me I'm all right I'm not scared you should just be more like me hmm. if only it was that, that easy of course now the reality is once you become fearful of anything and fear of flying is no exception the more you practice it the easier it gets to because it becomes to get scared again so it becomes like a a cyclical thing I wasn't sure I'd be able to say that word but I managed it it becomes one of those things that you just do and then you repeat it and you get better at it now of course there is a part of you that doesn't want to be like this there's a part of you that's going I want to be fear-free I don't want to be scared of flying anymore there's a big part of you also that is thinking but I could die it it could be my last flight and I don't need to fly I don't need to fly I can just I can you know, I mean you can pretty much get anywhere in the world now can't you without going on an aircraft and you don't have to go on an aircraft you can find lots of ways you can go by boat you can drive obviously doing all these things becomes well, I'd say more lengthy I don't know if that's the right word because sometimes flying can be lengthy because of all the security procedures and 
all that stuff about checking in four days before you take your flight. Well, it's not quite four days, but two or three hours, and then you've got in at them. You know, with all the COVID restrictions in. Uh, at the time of this recording, it's taken even longer because we're trying to keep everybody safe. So it can actually delay your time. There used to be a phrase used to say, time to spare, go by air, because it takes a lot of time to get through all the security stuff. And all of that's there to keep us safe, but it is a bit of a pain, let's be honest. So sometimes it's not always the quickest route, but it is the safest way to travel. But then when you look at it and you think, well, yeah, Okay, so I've been practically being scared of fire. I don't, you know, I kind of sort of buy into this idea, but you know, there is a part. I'm a, an intelligent human being. I wouldn't do these things to myself. Of course, I wouldn't. I know we all think that, but it becomes almost automatic, and because our brain makes these connections and it gets quicker and quicker and easier and easier to get ourselves fearful, it then becomes like an automatic thing that we can do. And so even though we consciously might be thinking, I don't want to do these things, I don't want to be scared of flying, I've, you know, it's not for me, I'm a n normal, rational adult, I'm a, uh, an intelligent human being the rest of my life, but just this fear of flying. And there's lots of reasons for the fear, but once it's started to develop, and then you keep doing the same things, you're in a nutshell practicing how to be scared. And I would wager you've probably got really good at this now. And this is all quite normal, you know, I'm practicing how to be a scared person. And it's quite a gift. Not everyone can do it. In fact, for people who don't have a fear of flying, you could almost have to teach them how to be scared because it's just not the way that they think or operate. But for you, it's really easy. And that's something that you can do time and time again, is get yourself scared. And so I don't mean any of these comments in a light-hearted, to poke fun way. I mean it very respectfully, but it's just a helpful way of looking at fear. As if you think to yourself, I've learned this fear at some point. And then, like everything else that you learn, if you practice it, you get better and better at it. And it gets quicker and quicker to become fearful to the point where it's really hard to separate. Am I thinking about being scared or is it a feeling that starts first or is it a smell it becomes harder and harder to work out what am i actually doing what is my process and that's part of the discovery of trying to beat a fear of flying is thinking to yourself what can i do about it now there's lots and lots of ways that you can do things one of the least helpful is probably googling um that crash, that thing that happened, that incident, and watching it. Because we're very visual creatures, and so if we watch things on YouTube and places like that, or Google any incidents, the reality is we start to really think about it, and then we are imagining ourselves there, and I don't know, it doesn't help because it just reinforces, and all it does is help you practice how to be scared which I would wager you've probably had enough practice already. So maybe it's time to practice something new. So some of the things that can help people is to start seeking out professional help. So there's lots of courses out there that you can do that. You know, some people do the one-stop shop approach, which is to go on a, a course like the one I used to run for Virgin, which had a flight at the end of it. And that would be like an immersive day with 
anything between 50 and 200 odd humans in a room can you imagine that uh, but it was you know really helpful for people in the right place it can be really really useful because it's like a massive dose of information and technical and help and positive reinforcement and that peer support and all that sort of stuff and then when you know you've got a flight at the end of it by the mere fact that you book yourself on the course there you are entertaining the possibility that you might fly it's not you know it doesn't mean that you're guaranteed to but most people used to get on the flight because they've already at some level in their brain have thought do you know what I've had enough of this and I'm going to do something about it I want to get over this fear of flying and so I'm going to book myself on one of these day-long things so there's a quite a few courses out there that do that type of thing different variations but it's a similar theme you know a bit of input pilot stuff psychology like people like me and, and other people who might take you through some practical strategies to help you in that moment of facing the fear now is that the best long term it depends on your mental state so for some people they'd go on a course like that you know and I ran them for 23 years and I can see that people would come on the course we'd never hear from them again apart from postcards that was it it was like a massive tick in the box job done but I think for the rest of us fear and beating of fear takes a little bit of time because it's like a process and you've got to do it at the speed that works for you you know so there isn't sort of like one way of doing it you know people often say to me what's the best the best treatment available should I do CBT you know cognitive behavior therapy should I do uh, NLP neuro-linguistic programming EMDR which I can't remember what it stands for but it's you know impressive that thing with the eye movement thing yeah uh, shall I just go to a counsellor? Shall I go to a hypnotherapist? I mean, there's lots of things. TFT, um, thought field therapy, um, EFT, emotional freedom therapy. Um, what's that one? Having or something? Uh, I've, there's lots of stuff. You, you read lots of things and I'm always reading. That. There's lots of different ways that people address their fears. So I've got an itchy eye. But one of the things I would say, find the thing that works for you. It doesn't actually matter. And maybe it's a combination of things. Maybe it is to do a course. Maybe it is to go and see a CBT therapist, you know, one-to-one. -one. Maybe it's to go and see a hypnotherapist. Maybe it's to listen to CDs. Maybe it's to watch helpful videos, hopefully like this one. But it's finding the thing that works for you because it's a process and it's got to go at your speed. So there's no right or wrong to this. And the main thing is to take from this is that... I believe fear is learned like anything else when you learn it and you practice it you get better and quicker at it so the way to do something different about that is to learn something new and that is the beginning of a process so even if you can accept from today that I'm going to do something today and tomorrow and the next day and to think about how I do this fear differently so I hope that was a useful way to think about fear and just you know the main point I'd say is that you know you weren't born with it it was definitely definitely something you learned and then you practiced it and if you practice anything you get better and better and better and it becomes easier and easier to do it to yourself so if you can accept the fact that it's something you've learned then it's never too late to learn something else and the other thing is to think about this in the broader sense of 
what's the best way that I could help myself? And it's about starting that process in a way that suits you at the speed that works for you. So, hope that was useful for you. But my intention was to give you some help around fear of flying. And just the main message is to remember you were not born with it. It's something you've learned and it's never too late to do something about it. Many people will say to me, I don't know where it came from. I don't know how it started. You know, was it that flight or have I always been a nervous type? Was it for my family? Here's my take on that. It doesn't matter. Some people never know why they became nervous of flying. It just sort of crept up on them. And some may have travelled the world many times, which is not unusual people to say to me. Who knows? I mean, you could argue, does it really matter? You know, for some people, they like to know, why did it start? But the reality is, it started, you're in the process now of, learn, you've learned the fear and you've practised it and you've got really good at it. So now it's time to learn and practice something new. And that is my tip for today. Thank you for listening to me and I hope you find that useful. If you do want to get some help, we've got lots of free resources on lovefly.co.uk. That's lovefly.co.uk. And you can always follow our blogs and our podcasts and stuff like that to get more help. And we will obviously be doing some webinars and things along the way, which we've already been doing. Thanks for listening.